Once again, this is Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. I hope you are having a blessed day. Thank you so much for tuning in as I continue the episode, Worship and the Church. We'll get to the episode in just a few moments, but before we do, I want to once again remind you that, of course, if you have any questions about anything that you've heard on one of the podcast episodes, you can email the podcast at truthfromtheheartpodcast.com at gmail.com truth from the heart podcast at gmail.com i would love to hear from you and again if you have a question i will answer that the best that i can in the description of each episode if i have something that i reference maybe a website and in this case as i've done in the last three parts so far of this episode i'm using an interview from youtube i will post the link to that interview so that you can watch it in its entirety on your own time if you would like to do that And I also am very humble to announce that this is a worldwide podcast. I have a analytics page on my podcast platform where I post most of my episodes, or all of my episodes, I should say. And it has a tab, and it tells me the analytics. And I've had so many great downloads. I've had so many great comments from everybody that just says, thank you for standing on the truth of God's Word. But it also shows me where the downloads are taking place. And as I mentioned in a couple of parts of this episode, that there have been several downloads from the country of Belgium. And so now I think it's pretty safe to say that this podcast is worldwide. And that is, of course, nothing to do with me. That is all God and to him be the glory. As I mentioned, I prayed about this podcast before I started it. And I just said, God, if you'll give me a platform, I will speak to as many as I can. And look what he's done with it so far. It's just so, so wonderful. And again, I am so humbled to be able to do this podcast. All right, we're continuing our discussion on worship and the church. We are talking about certain songs that are sung in churches all across this nation each and every Sunday. And they are from movements. Now, these places call themselves churches, but they are not. And I think Justin Peters is making a very good case for that. In the first part of the video, it was kind of an introduction. And then Justin Peters really started to get down to the basics on these churches and why we should not be following them and how you know the argument against, well, people don't really know where these songs come from, which in this day and age is simply not true. We talked about what some of the pastors of these churches believe, some of their crazy theology that they believe. And Justin Peters in the last part of the interview gave an example of one of the some of the song lyrics and then he talked about the money ramification and look if your church is singing some of these songs from Bethel Elevation and Hillsong money is going to those churches and it shouldn't be we should take these songs out of every church in this nation because these are not theologically accurate songs. And in this next part of the interview, they're going to talk about the prosperity gospel. And speaking of the prosperity gospel, I have got another video that I want to share with you. And it talks about the same things that we're pretty much talking about today and why these songs from these churches are ones that we should not be singing. They're not very theologically accurate. And it features 
Benny Hinn's nephew, Costi Hinn, and he was part of his uncle's prosperity gospel movement. He got out of that. He has come to see the light. And again, it's a great interview, and I will post the link to that video as well as the link to the interview that we are listening to. And before I get back to Justin Peters, I heard a report the other day from Lifeway Research that says many churchgoers are starting to trend towards the prosperity gospel. And again, that's very dangerous. It's because it's a false gospel. I did an episode on money, and I talked about how we need to change our mindset about money. I said, I think it's important to tithe and that God will honor that. However, I said, I know he blesses us in more ways than money when we obey and give back to him. I also said it's all his money to begin with anyway, and the prosperity gospel focuses on giving to a specific church or ministry and gets you to believe that if you tithe, God will bless you with money. And that is simply not the case. So let's hear what Justin Peters has to say about these churches. And again, we're talking about Bethel, Hillsong, and they'll also mention Elevation. And we're talking about how they believe in the prosperity gospel. Are these movements prosperity movements. Yes, they are, Todd. They are. Now, a lot of people don't necessarily associate prosperity gospel with Bethel or Hillsong. Uh, Well, Brian Houston, the pastor at Hillsong, has written a book entitled, quote, you can't make this up, you need more money. (laughs) That literally, that's the, was the name of one of his books. And I wouldn't disagree with that. (laughs) But that's not the point. That's not, yeah, yeah, that's not the point. Yes, Hillsong does teach this this health and wealth prosperity gospel. Bethel does as well. And a lot of people don't realize this, but just in the last few weeks, I've watched some of their services live streaming. I want to read to you, Todd. This is their their declaration. They, They read this right before the offering is taken. He began by saying, nothing happens in the kingdom until we first declare something. This is the positive confession doctrine. You speak things into existence. And not to chase the rabbit here, but the little girl Olive who died. When you watch videos of that, they weren't asking God to raise her. They were commanding Olive to come up out of the grave. This is this is bad juju. This is but anyway, they say this quote As we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessing and increase. They had the whole church, they, they, the whole church recites this right before they take the offering. Objection. You're just being too critical. We're just singing songs. Lighten up. Psalm 138, verse 2. God holds his name and his word above all things. Worship is very, very serious business. It is not something to take lightly. It's not something to trifle with. Uh, God holds his name and his word above all things. He must be worshiped in spirit and in truth, John chapter four. And dear friends, when we worship, and that term is, everybody thinks of music when we think of worship, preaching is worship. But when we, when we worship, when we do the music, musical aspect of worship, we have an audience of one. We have got one person that we've got to please, and that is God. 
and he takes worship very seriously. He is thrice holy, and I can assure you, God is not honored by quote-unquote worship that comes out of false churches that blaspheme his name every single time they gather. He is not honored by music that comes out of false churches that exploit the poor, the sick, the desperate, the widows who preach a false Jesus, a false atonement, and a false gospel. God is not honored when we sing music that comes out of that. All right. I think Justin Peters is right on the money there. Worship is more than music, but we have an audience of one. We are worshiping God Almighty, and He does take His name very, very seriously. He's God. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If we are singing songs that come from these churches that blaspheme His name, that have these crazy beliefs that try and get people hooked and bring them into their movement, they're not interested in helping you come to know Christ. They just want you to be a part of their movement. And I think it's man's desire for greed. I really do believe that a lot of it has to do with the money aspect and money and and the power and not really worried about so much about leading others to Christ. And that is why I'm asking you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, to just do your due diligence. On Sunday, when you hear songs in worship, see if you can find out who's singing those songs. See what kind of songs are being sung in your church. It absolutely matters. And uh, like I said, I believe hymns are the simplest and the safest way to go because many of the hymn artists have died. You cannot follow them. They may not be quite as theologically accurate, but worship is very, very important. And we need to make sure that we are worshiping the one true God with songs from places that honor him and that lift him up. I have about a couple minutes left on this interview. And in the final thoughts, Justin Peters gives a word to pastors. And this is what I want to do with this podcast every episode. And that is bring you the truth of God's word in love. And I'm going to keep saying this, but it's our responsibility as Christians to tell others about the truth. It's not our responsibility to make them believe it. God will never hold us accountable for someone else's salvation. However, I do think he will hold us accountable for not speaking the truth when we had a chance or a platform. And that is why this plea that Justin Peters gives to pastors is so, so important because pastors are the shepherd of the flock. They are the ones that are supposed to protect the flock from wolves. And if pastors don't see a big deal with blaspheming God's name, supporting these movements that do not honor his name, that have all these crazy beliefs. Well, that's a problem because again, what are you doing preaching on Sunday? I would hope that you're preaching from God's word and that you want to stand on the truth of God's word. And I think God's word makes it very clear. This is who God is. This is what we are to believe. And this is how we are to live our lives. And these movements that we have talked about today do not do that. And so let's hear Justin Peters final word to pastors in this interview. Justin, in closing, please speak to a pastor to the worship leader who has a similar responsibility to protect the flock, please do your best to encourage them to consider the responsibility and the accountability to the Lord that they have to be guarding the sheep from wolves. Yes, 
and I, I understand that a lot of pastors probably don't understand all the ins and outs of Bethel and Hillsong. But as a pastor, brother, one of your most solemn duties is to protect your flock from the wolves. There are wolves, and how do wolves dress? In sheep's clothing. Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. We must teach sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. We've got to protect the sheep from the wolves that are prowling about and want to devour them. And Bethel and Hillsong, these are false churches and they are dens of wolves and they are out there trying to prey upon your sheep. So guard your sheep, love them enough to guard them. And uh, the, the most loving thing we can do for someone is to tell them the truth. Uh, that is the most loving thing to do. The, the most hateful thing we could do to someone is to know the truth, but not tell them. If you really want to hate somebody, do that. If you want to show love, love them enough to tell them the truth. Love them enough to protect them from those wolves that would have that would devour them. I love that final word from Justin Peters. He is so right. We have to love each other enough to be able to share the truth with others. And again, I can't make you believe the truth, but I can tell you what the truth of God's word is. So my encouragement goes out to all my brothers and sisters in Christ. Check the songs that your church is singing on Sunday. And if you are singing some songs from Bethel and from Hillsong, and again, I loop in elevation with that as well, then send this video. Send this podcast to your pastor because we've got to get the word out. We have got to help and protect the sheep of the pasture. And and the the ones that I think are the most vulnerable, as Justin Peters alluded to, are those, you know, the widows, those that are broken, that are looking for a place to turn, young people. And those are the ones that we need to try and protect. Those of us that have been Christians for a long time, we have got to come in and we have got to also help and protect them and lead them to the one true Jesus. That is the end of the interview with Justin Peters and Todd Friel of Wretched Radio. And I do actually have quite a bit more to talk about on this topic. So I hope you'll continue to indulge me. I'm going to be giving you some of the thoughts on worship. And I don't know how many of you actually know, but I work at a church on Sunday and I am in the media department and it's grouped under worship, of course. And so I work very closely with the worship department as well. So I kind of know some ins and outs of the worship department that the average churchgoer may not know. So I may give you a little bit of insight of something that you didn't know about worship. But again, we're going to continue talking about how God really does hold worship and his name in high esteem and that we are to be honoring him by singing songs that are theologically accurate and don't come from places that do not honor Christ. And I want to give one more final thought before I close it out today, because I've still got a few minutes left. And that is Look, I don't know this. It does not say this in the Bible, but I do have this belief. And that is, I think I've mentioned this before, that Lucifer or Satan, it was a cherub angel. That means he was one of the, I guess, hierarchy, you could say, of angels. He was pretty near the top. He was over something. Now, it doesn't say what he was the cherub angel of or what he was the angel over, but there are some that believe that he was actually the angel of worship, and he was in charge of leading worship in heaven. 
And to me, that would make a lot of sense because one of the ways that Satan has gotten in to the church and kind of messed everything up, think about it. It's with the worship. As we've talked about today, these so-called churches coming out, calling themselves the church, putting music out that does not honor Christ. That is to me, is straight from the pit of hell. Places that blaspheme his name, that don't even believe in him, and then trying to pass themselves off as Christians. Remember, as Justin Peters just said, Satan tries to portray himself as an angel of light. He tries to make us believe that he is good, and he is, of course, not. He is out to devour us. But that is why we've got to put on the full armor of God and prepare ourselves and protect ourselves. Read God's word. Let it speak in your life. Know what God's word says. Know what you believe. It's not enough just to say, I believe in the Bible. You've got to read the Bible and understand and live it out in our daily lives. Let's have a quick prayer, and I will close out this part of the episode. Lord, thank you for today. And Lord, thank you that there are people out there like Justin Peters and Todd Friel that are not afraid to stand up and say the truth and call out these so-called churches. And Lord, we know that you hold your name in very high esteem. We want to worship you and we want to honor you. And Lord, I pray for all of those who have been sucked into these movements, Lord. I pray that someone would be able to come alongside them, that maybe they would even hear this podcast and it would change their life. You would move in their hearts and they would come to know you as their Lord and Savior, that they would come back and get out of those movements because they're just being led down the primrose path. And Lord, they need to be on the path towards you. Thank you for all the blessings in my life. Thank you for never changing and for being the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And Lord, thank you for your love and thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Thank you so much again for listening and thank you for your indulgence. Like I said, I've got several more parts of this episode to talk about. I hope I'm not just continuing to beat you over the head with this topic, but it's a very important one. It's one that since it's being done in so many churches across this nation, I'm like, we need to get the word out. We have got to share the truth of the word. We've got to share the truth with as many as we can. So once again, this is Truth from the with Travis Sullivan. Remember, Jesus is King, Maranatha, and God bless. Until next time.